Anybody who's followed me over the years knows that I am a huge boxing fan, so let's get back out to the guest hotline right now. And you all watch them every Monday night at 5 o'clock Eastern on YouTube or the YouTube channel with The Neutral Corner, the best boxing show out there. If you're a boxing fan, you've got to watch that on Monday nights. And here he is, the great Mike Montero. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Dave? How you doing, my friend? I'm uh, very sleep-deprived <laughs> since my daughter was born seven weeks ago. But I'm very happy to be back on the air talking boxing with you, my friend. And thank God she looks like your wife. Uh, that's all I can say about <laughs> yes, you, the lovely Jacqueline. Yes, sir. Uh, thank God for that. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I was thinking the other day, I wonder if you agree with me on this. Um, for the last five years, we've all wanted, uh, you know, Bud Crawford and Errol Spence. That's the fight I think everybody in boxing has wanted. It hasn't happened, and it doesn't like it like it's going to. It reminds me of Floyd and uh, Manny Pacquiao. Well, that fight, you know, seven or eight years down the line. By the time that fight happened, I didn't care anymore. Floyd and me, I, I, I was over it. I, I'm starting to feel the same way about Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. If they signed today to fight, I'd say, oh, you know, so uh, I'm done with it. They've waited too long. Yeah, you, you're not alone, Dave. There, there are a lot of fans that feel fatigued from the negotiations between Crawford's side and Spence's side. And, you know, you bring up the Floyd and Manny comparison. The difference there. Floyd and Manny were international superstars, as good as Spence and Crawford are. And they're both great fighters. They're fantastic fighters. Yes. They are nowhere near as big of stars as Floyd and, and Manny. So, I, you know, look, according to my sources, that fight will happen next spring. You heard it here. It's going to happen. Good. But I don't know how well it's going to do because it's going to be pay-per-view. And as you mentioned, a lot of fans are kind of over it. And... As good as they both are, you have to be a fight fan to know who they are. Like you said, Manny and Floyd were international. If you're not a guy who follows boxing closely, you probably never heard of these guys. Absolutely. Diehard fight fans, of course, they know who Crawford yes. and Spence are. But outside of that, you know, you mentioned Floyd. He did wrestling. He did dancing with the stars. Manny Pacquiao would be on Jimmy Kimmel's show singing horribly off-tune. <laughs> but, but those guys were, you know, they were crossover stars. Yep. And Crawford and Spence are just not. And Terrence Crawford's fighting tonight on pay-per-view. It's a guy almost nobody's heard of. And, uh, well, you know, when he left Bob Arum, we said, oh, that's it. The door's open now. We can make that Spence fight. And it still hasn't happened yet. Uh, now here's... As great as he is, here's another pay-per-view against a guy nobody's heard of tonight. And, uh, uh, you know, it's not making any buzz in the sports world. Yeah, listen, I've been told by multiple sources, Dave, and I have, I have friends in the media who are there. Uh, they're giving away tickets to this thing. It's in Omaha, Nebraska, Terrence Crawford's hometown. Uh, he's yeah. fighting David Abenezi, and as you mentioned, he's a quality fighter, a good quality prize fighter. But most fans have not heard of the guy here in America and this thing is going to struggle. It's going to lose so much money. I don't understand their thinking. And I put all this on Premier Boxing Champions, PBC, because as you mentioned, Dave, Terrence Crawford, his last fight with top rank was last November, over a year ago. He has been a free agent for over a year. And PBC, Al Heyman, they have not been able to get this fight done between him and Errol Spence. It will happen next year, but it should have happened this year. Heck, it should have happened last year, Dave. Now, what's next for Canelo Alvarez? He, he wants a rematch with Dimitri Bivol. Um, Bivol said, well, you know, um, uh, he wants to unify at 75. He's not really interested in that yet. But the money might be too good for Bivol to turn it down. Uh, now, what weight is it going to be? They're talking about Canelo moving him down to 168 and maybe weakening him and giving him a better chance to win. Um, I know Bivol, he says he can make 68, but uh, would, would, it, would it just have to be incredible money for him to agree to that? 
I think, well, money is always part of it, right? It's prize fighting. Uh, I've been talking to Dimitri Bevel for years. He's wanted Canelo Alvarez for so long. Finally got him in the ring this year, and really whooped him, Dave. I, I mean, it was almost a shutout. He absolutely dominated that fight. And most fans really wouldn't be interested in a rematch. But there is a rematch clause in, in the contract, and Canelo has said he wants to force it. I think if he can bring Bevel down to 168, which is super middleweight, that makes the fight more interesting for fans for two reasons. One, as you mentioned, Bevel would be weakened, and it'd be interesting to see how he would look. Two, Canelo Alvarez is still the undisputed super middleweight championship of the world. So if Bevel were able to move down, right now he's the light heavyweight champion. If he were able to move down and be the undisputed super middleweight champion, that's huge for him. So that makes that fight pretty marketable, in my opinion. Now, Tyson Fury just had another uh, walkover fight. Uh, uh, unfortunately, he uh, hasn't signed a fight to Alexander Usyk yet in a unification fight. Um, uh, is Usyk going to take another fight in between, or uh, uh, are, are we going to get Fury-Usyk in a unification fight? And I tell you what, uh, Fury will probably be favored, but Usyk is a good live dog there, strong chin, good boxer, southpaw. He has a good chance to win that fight. He has a great chance to win. And if, if Fury has trouble with any style of boxer, it's smaller southpaws. He's talked about that in various interviews. So uh, the fight's going to happen next year, Dave. You heard it here first. Trust me, it will happen. The, the, the question is when and where. So uh, Fury might end up doing an interim fight, another, another you know, lower-tier heavyweight before Usyk. Uh, that's very possible for the spring. And maybe you get Fury and Usyk fighting each other in the summer. The question is where, and honestly, it might end up in Saudi Arabia because uh, an investor out there might throw $100 million at this thing, and again, it's prize fighting. So I do think the fight happens, and I think it's an important fight. The question is, what can Usyk do against such a larger man? Because I don't know if you saw the two of them recently after Tyson Fury's fight yep. against Derek Chisora. Usyk came up to the ring. They confronted each other. Fury got in his face. Fury's head is twice the size of Usyk's head. He is a massive human. So the size difference is going to be such a spectacle to watch in this fight. I can't wait to see it. Now, Teofimo Lopez fighting tonight on ESPN, and, uh, you know, that, that mix in the light heavyweight, 135 to 140, you got Teofimo and Devin Haney and uh, Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia and Lomachenko. That, that, that's a good story. Unfortunately, none of them are, are fighting each other, which is what should be happening. Um He's fighting tonight, but then interesting, Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis coming up. And, you know, Ryan moved up to 140 because he was having trouble making weight, but they're going to fight at a catch weight of 136, which is only one pound over lightweight. So what kind of a catch weight is that? It's only one pound over the division limit. Yeah, try to make sense of that. I mean, honestly, Dave, there, there are too many divisions in boxing as it is. You know, it used to be that the junior and super divisions, those were the original catch weights, right? Yeah. In between the, the eight original divisions. Now there are catchweights in between the junior and super divisions. It's so hard to keep track of. But, uh, look, I, I should mention, that fight's not official yet. Okay. They said that they've agreed the terms. Okay, we've heard that before. We heard this summer that Crawford and Spence have agreed the terms. It didn't happen. So I think fans should be cautious here. While Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia have agreed the terms, Tank Davis, he's got a fight coming up in January, and then he's got a couple of court dates coming up. So he might stay undefeated in the ring, but he might not be undefeated in the court. So there's a lot that has to take place before these two can fight. Fans should wait until they make those you know, reservations to fly out to Las Vegas.
I like Tank in that fight. Uh, my, who do you like? You know, if Ryan Garcia can make weight comfortably, I like him. I like his length. I like his height. And, and Tank Davis has shown he gets hit a lot. You know, my, my, my daughter follows Ryan Garcia on Instagram. I was looking at her, her computer the other day. <laughs> she knows nothing about boxing. She knows nothing about sports. Uh, she had, uh, see, I don't think she even knew he was a fighter. I said, what are you following Ryan Garcia for? She said, because he's hot, Dad. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he, he draws a lot of fans in that way. He's got a big female following. Yeah, you know, he's kind of like Oscar De La Hoya, yeah. his promoter yeah. in that sense, right? Oscar brought a lot of female fans into the sport. Uh, the difference with Oscar, he went to the Olympics. He got a gold medal. He got in the ring and he fought everybody from, from you know, the yeah. time he was a, a prospect at lightweight on up. Ryan Garcia is a little behind the curve on that. He needs to get busy, get in the ring, and start fighting the top guys. But, yeah, if you go to his TikTok, his Instagram, he's a superstar. Yeah. Uh, last question, Mike. Uh, it looks like I, it's not official yet, but they're talking about um, Deontay Wilder and Andy Ruiz, who pulled off that huge upset over uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, two former heavyweight champions here. That's an interesting fight. Now, you look at it, and, you know, Andy Ruiz, a little short, fat guy, and Deontay is probably going to drop a right hand on him and get him out of there. But, you know, Andy's got a pretty good chin, and he comes forward, and he's got fast hands. And we, uh, Deontay doesn't have good balance. His legs are too wide. And we saw against Fury, he can't fight going backwards. So, if Andy can survive an early right hand and, you know, come forward and make him move back a little bit, he can win that fight. Absolutely. That, that fight's going to happen early next year. That's going to be on pay-per-view, probably Fox pay-per-view. And I love that matchup. Uh, for the reasons you mentioned, Dave, I mean, Wilder cannot fight going backwards. He only has one punch, and that's the big right hand. If, if Ruiz can get inside of that right hand and push Wilder backwards, yes. and Ruiz, even though he's a lot shorter, he'll be the heavier guy. That's going to be an interesting fight. If it goes past the third or fourth round, that's going to be a great scrap. That's going to be a great heavyweight scrap. I'm looking forward to it, and I, I'm 99% sure it happens in the spring. And if Fury wins the Usyk fight and uh, Wilder gets – and uh, uh, and Anthony Joshua can somehow stay in the mix and get a win – Joshua Fury in England, uh, they might have to build a second Wembley Stadium, do you think, and connect them together. Yes. All, that would be maybe the biggest sporting event in the history of England. I absolutely agree with you. Um, those guys have been circling around each other for years. It really doesn't matter if they win or lose their next few fights. Those two can fight at any point. It's going to do massive numbers over there. So I think that's one that the promoters know is kind of in their back pocket. Hey. But right now, you know, look, Fury and Wilder might have, end up fighting for a fourth time, Dave. They're talking about that already. All right, great stuff. 5 o'clock Eastern on YouTube every Monday night, the neutral corner. Hey, thanks, Mike. Great talking to you again. Thanks a lot, Dave. Have a great one, brother.